I'm very blessed and I'm thankful for the fields God given me. The fields, not just the field. God wants us to have many fields. And according to our desire and according to our focus and according to our dedication to God, then he can arrange that for us. We need to be focused. We need to be dedicated to God. We need to connect where God wants us to connect. So I'm connected to a field in India. And my minister is Mr. Sangate Baines, and I thank God for him. And um, he's really a wonderful teacher, and I connect regularly with him so that my faith is continually upheld and moving in the right direction with the right heavenly words. And this is the importance of connection. And yes, we can have our own fills, but we still connect where God wants us to connect because we need that encouragement. And um, and it's a two-way flow. It's not a one-way flow. Like, I know Sangit gets encouraged with the things I say, and he gets very inspired, and then shares with me even greater things. So these connections are just very important. If you're not understanding it, because some people think, well, i got God, I didn't need to connect to you. And I can understand that logic, but this is a secret. You know, God wants us to understand these things, and he can give us clarity. And I never thought it was so important to connect. But when I look back at my life, when I began, when I was 20, uh, when I was connected to my minister at that time, I would be down that phone box every day. I, I've always connected and without even knowing about connections, if you see what I'm saying. So it's always benefited me. And it was through my desire to really stay on track with God, to really understand I'm receiving the right things so I can move in the right direction. And I know God works in me too, and I know he directs me. And so, you know, the scriptures also say there's safety in the multitude of counselors. Paul also encouraged the guys to be followers of him, even though they had their own fields, you know. Timothy was a wonderful example of that. He was humble. He was meek. He carried Paul's suitcase, so to speak. Paul gave him great instructions as well, like when he told me to stay at Ephesus, to make sure nobody taught any other doctrine, right? So words are very important. The heavenly words and the, the words that we speak need to come from God and not from our own logic, not from our own understanding of a scripture or what somebody else may have told us. Taught us. And when we receive the words that God is communicating to us through where we're connecting and we put them to action, then we go and prove it. Okay. Let's see if this works, you know. Okay, God, this is the direction. I'm going to move in that direction. And like Danny said, where there is no vision, the people wander aimlessly. They, they perish, right? What perishes? We're, we're born again. It's the desire. It's the right focus. It's the encouragement. So the direction and the vision comes from God. This vision is revelation and it comes through the men and women that have the spirit of God, that are focused with God, that will deliver that message. That's where the vision and direction comes from. It comes through the heavenly words. It comes from the instruction. So this is important of the connection. I wasn't going to start off with this about connections, but God has really been putting in my heart lately because we can easily be sidetracked. You know, we know God is a God of a, a loving God, a very kind God. He gives us the desires of our hearts as we please him and keep him first. There's many things all of us has prayed for. And there's many things God has answered our prayer and done exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. And so, you know, and he's given us eternal life. He's given us this Holy Spirit. 
that we can live and move and have our being. He's enabled us. We're complete in Christ. There's nothing lacking in our lives. It's just where our thoughts are, is what we're listening to, is what we take to our heart, and it's what we decide to do to move forward with God. So we have to make those decisions each time. We're always making decisions. We're always making choices. And God says, choose life, like choose these wonderful words. Choose these words that will build you up, that will make you whole, that will keep you strong, that will keep you focused. We don't want to think the negative thoughts of this world or get jealous of anybody else because they might be doing a lot more better or they seem to be doing a lot more better because God plays no favorites, but he responds to faith. This year, 2023, God put in my heart in December. I always pray to God, Father, give me a theme for me. And it could be for others that receive these words. And the theme that God gave me was God's desires realized. And I've certainly realized a lot of things. I realized that the wonderful encouragement I get is very beneficial for me. It produces great fruit. It produces direction, abundance, happiness, peace. And, um, you know, there's no loggerheads. It produces everything good. And we see good in people. We see the best in people. We see Christ in people. We want to see people successful. God also uh, made me realize that he shows the needs to us, especially if we're working with people. He shows areas of people's lives to us that he'll give us words to speak to them and that if they receive those words gladly, then they come out of a difficult situation or they come out of lack or they come out of depression. They come out of uh, um, the things that, they need in their life that they're not receiving Mm. so really we need to be humble we need to be meek Mm. so god needs us to be focused he wants us to move he wants us to be faithful you know when we're faithful to god we're not faithful to the man we're not faithful to a minister but we're faithful to god and so we do this because god is directing this so you know happy is the man that you know, doesn't stand in the council of the unwise, but they stand in the congregation where people are looking to God, where people to desire. So God has really made a lot of things realized to me of his great goodness, of his great kindness, that he does really want us to be successful in our ministry, in our life, in our living, in our relationships, in our finances. He wants us to be abundant. He really wants us to be blessed to be a blessing. He doesn't want to withhold us to withhold anything, if, especially if he's blessed us with it. And God doesn't withhold any good thing to anyone that puts their heart to him. He's not withholding anything to those that will cut rightly. And so I was asking God last night, Father, what's the thing for me for 2024 and what I can also encourage to others? And Amber, Amber actually said it. And it is actually in certain words she said it, but it's the same thing abounding in hope you know hope is expectation god wants to to us to abound in this expectation that he number one is the source of all our supply he's the source of the encouragement he's the source of the laborers he's the source of abundance he gives us direction so that we can receive what is rightfully ours in christ what has already been made available to us But there's certain actions we need to take. Becky mentioned it. We need to put our faith into action. So that takes, if I'm believing for something but not acting, I'm just sitting thinking about it. That's mental ascent. It's not taking action 
on what God's given us. And we move with the inspiration of God and God is certainly inspiring us. If we're so busy, we're not going to hear that inspiration. We're not, we might get it, but we kind of miss it because there's lots of things going on. And if we really keep God first, then we will continue to receive the answers, the direction, the vision, the deliverance, the excitement to do for God. Like my life's all about God. I want to do for God. I'm not perfect in everything that I do, but I know that I'm learning and God will get you as you desire to the point of being fully persuaded on what's being encouraged. So Abraham, you know, God worked with Abraham's faith and it was 25 years before he manifested the blessing that God said he, he was going to receive, right? Which was Isaac. 25 years, but Abraham become fully persuaded that what God says he was going to do, he was going to do, that God was able and that God was willing. See, we've got to remember that God is able to do anything for us and the things that he's put in our heart, but he's very willing. You know, he's willing to do these things, but it requires something from us. And that's our trust and confidence. That's our following what he's shown us to do from a heart of faith and expectancy that we might not see how it's going to plan out or how it's going to happen, but we just keep moving in the right direction. Like going to India, we may not know how everything is going to come together, but we know our God is the source of all our supply. And if we're believing God and we're doing the things that he's shown us to do to acquire the things and receive the things we need to go, then it all starts to come together. So there's no pressure from God. You know, there's no pressure from God. He just says, believe me, receive these words and move. And so God wants us to abound much, much more in the things that he's done for us. He wants us to have great expectation on him. He wants us to have good words to speak and to declare. Our words are very powerful. Your words frame your world. And if you're in a situation where you feel negative, you don't feel like on fire in your heart, you feel like a little bit down or you feel a little bit discouraged, just know this, it's not from God. And God says, now you bring that to me. You bring all your cares to me. You bring all your troubles to me. And if you have one problem, bring that one problem. If you have many, just lay them at my feet. And I want to work for you. See, God wants to work for us. Yes, we want to work for God, but the truth is, God wants to work for us. He wants us to listen to him. And as we follow that, then he goes to work because we're listening. We're in that, uh, we're on that right path and course of what he wants to reveal to us and show us. He wants to make you very happy. This is the truth. It's not a struggle and strife life, you know, and when these come, things come up, we know something is wrong. So we go to God. Father, you give me what I need in this moment. And he will. He supplies all your need according to his glorious riches by Christ Jesus. You know, God is your sufficiency in all things. Not just one thing, not just one area, but in all things. And he gives you everything that you need so that when you use the things that he's given you, you can experience and manifest the blessings. So a lot of people know who they are in Christ but they may not be manifesting the blessings. They may have had some old doctrine or some other doctrine from good-hearted people, but it's not sound doctrine. It's not the words that activate you to really move. 
And God doesn't want us all over the place. He really doesn't. He wants us focused. And so talking from my walk with God and what God has spoken and put in my heart to do, when I finally made the decision to do it without understanding it fully, when I made that decision to connect where God showed me to connect, when I made that decision to honor God, what he shows me to give, then he has really, really blessed me. He has really, really blessed me. And he wants this for you. Also, my desire uh, as a minister to the people I've ministered to on here and one-on-ones is for you also to have that. Like our desire for others should be for them to grow, to flourish, to move forward. And we're not lone rangers. God has called us to the body of Christ. You know, he's called us to fellowship, to enjoy this wonderful fellowship, like Danny was saying, the banquet. Psalms 23, Jehovah is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He guides my path in righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I may walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow. That word follow is pursue, pursue me all the days of my life. Right, so when we are moving with God, he's preparing everything. He gives you the rest that you need. When you stay with him, he's giving you that rest. He's giving you that encouragement. He's leading you to pastures green, where you can be at peace with him, where you can hear his voice. When there's hustle and bustles going on, you're not hearing his voice. The hustles and bustles could be the worries and concerns that you have, or the things that may be not happening for you in your life you may be waiting a long time for an answer for deliverance in an area but it's there God is faithful now God says now please if you listen and do exactly what I'm encouraging you you will evidence everything that is yours is already done for you so these things are just very important and like he he prepares a table for us in the presence of our enemies our enemies could be believers that are jealous, that speak about you, or he's always saying this, he's always saying that, God will just continue to bless you if you're doing what he's showing you to do. If you're communicating the things that he wants you to communicate for the edification and building up, it all depends how you receive it. Like, is your heart receiving it gladly? Oh, I I need these words, you know. I really want to hear what God is speaking to direct me and what I can implement in my life. Or are you thinking, well, you know, I've taken this class, I know these things, and yeah, he's not quite right on that, he's not quite biblically accurate, or whatever. Like, people have that mind at times. And so that is the common mind. Because the spiritual mind is life and peace. The spiritual mind does not think evil. The love of God doesn't think evil. Uh, and um But I know, once I've delivered the message that God puts in my heart to deliver, once I've delivered it, it's not on me. It's not on me. So we've encouraged many great things. And it's continually being encouraged. You know, connect to God, speak in tongues, speak by the Spirit, honor God, pray for laborers. 
you know, these, this message has been delivered. It's great encouragement. It builds excitement. It builds vision. It gives faith. We can expect God to do these things. And he does do them. And we got to be fully persuaded of these things. You know, and God is welcome with our faith to become fully persuaded with these things that I'm actually saying now. So God will do for you what he does for me. God will do for me what he does for Sangha, what he does for the Nepal believers, what he does for the Indian believers. God is not a respecter of persons, but God respects your believing. He respects your heart towards him to be ready to do. So a laborer is someone. What is a laborer? No, that's what we're praying for, Father. The fields are white unto harvest, but the laborers are few. So Jesus encouraged his disciples to pray to the Lord of the harvest, that there be, that God will throw out the laborers into the harvest and God is throwing them out. And not only do I want to see many laborers throughout all of the UK, but Europe, USA, where everyone, wherever someone is humble to receive, Father, bring me that one person that's equal to a million. You are the control tower and I'm the airport. Bring that one key labourer that's equal to a million. And I also pray, bring me the plane loads of ready-to-go labourers. My desire is also to see people want to come here to our home to have great and rich fellowship and to build vision, to encourage, to bless. There's people that already desire to come and you're welcome. The doors are open. And my desire is also to travel, to learn. Like when I go to India, when I go to Nepal, I learn so much. I'm humbled. I'm really humbled because I've seen the work in the beginning stages. And it just keeps increasing and increasing and increasing and abounding and abounding and growing and growing. And the believers, the leaders stay very humble. <laughs> leaders like Krishna. Leaders like Krishna. What a man. You just look at that man and you're drawn to him because he's manifesting God in Christ in him. And people are drawn to him. He's very humble. He's very meek. And uh, he gives great encouragement. God has blessed him tremendously. The fruit is overflowing in his life. Great example to follow. And uh, you've got uh, Jolti. Uh, yeah, Jolti and Suresh. Wonderful, wonderful leaders. Focused on God. They've even got a business as well. But they're not focused on the business. They're focused on God's work first. Even her house being built, she's not worrying what the builders are actually putting in there. They ring her up and she says, yes, do that. My focus is God. I got no time for this. And it's a new house and the house is actually beautiful. So, you know, the focus has to be God. Even for us here in the West, there's no difference. You can still do your job. God wants to bless you in your job. God wants to promote you in your job. And you can still have your field. It's not like you've got to have one or the other. You can do both. God can arrange that for you according to your desire, according to your faith. But God wants us to stay humble and because then we can really receive everything that he's arranged for us. And God wants us to have great expectations of receiving these things into a manifestation. And so not only do I have expectation, I've always had expectation. Now I'm abounding in that expectation. My faith has risen because I've seen God do for me what he's doing for the leaders in India and Nepal. And I was so blessed when I went there because I seen the heart and the service and the love and the giving. And I'm thinking, well, I'm doing the same thing, maybe on a smaller scale, but I'm doing that. And it's come through this. And, I, and they're thousands of miles away, but it's come through this practice. 
and God can have the same for you. God really wants you to have this. You may think, well, I can't look at my circumstances. I'm too busy in my life. That's not true. That's a lie. That's the distraction. That's the enemy's voice saying that you can't do these things, but you can do all things through Christ, which strengthens you. It's coming from the energy of God. It's coming from the inspiration of God. It's coming through the energizing of God. You know, God is working in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. He's working in you. He's giving you his good desires. He's working it in your heart. Are you listening? Are you responding to this uh, energizing within you? Sometimes we might let our carnal thoughts come in and think, well, I can't do that. Just haven't got time or I, I don't know everything. You don't need to know everything because God supplies everything, like the words, the people, the open doors, the health and healing. Like um, Shabash was saying, when we wake up, we got the use of our body. We should be thankful. I said it the other night. We should be very thankful. We've got another day to live. And it's up to us. God says, this is a day. Here's another day for you. How do you want to live it? You know, choose death or life. So every day we can choose the good things. Every day we can choose to be positive in our thinking towards God. Or we can look at the circumstance and think, well, you know, this, is, this is an uphill struggle. That's what it will be. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. If we think the negative things it's going to end up coming out of your mouth. So we cast down every negative thought, every imagination that comes to our mind on the negative side, we cast it down and we say what God says, like how the authority of your words is very important. You know, you are framing your world with your words, says it in the book of James. You know, your words are very, very powerful. Even on the negative side, they're very powerful God's words is a higher level because they're spirit and life and they're quick and powerful. So we need to practice. This is a practice, like it says in Romans, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So there's areas of my life, personally, that I have proved what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. But I know there's even more to that. I know God builds. He never disappoints. God never disappoints us. If you're feeling disappointed, you've not been listening or you may not been practicing or you just may have missed things. Have you really, are you really listening to what's being said right now? Or have, do you have doubts arise in your heart? Because if you do, that's not from God. So those doubts that arise, you cast them down. Father, I receive these words. And you can take everything that's being said to God also. Father, I just didn't quite understand what was said there. Is this really right? You know, you can take that to God and he'll show you, he'll clarify it for you, he'll give you the answers. If we stay humble, if we stay tender in our heart, we need to be tender in our heart towards God, towards ourselves, and towards other people. You know, do yourself a favor and be kind to yourself. Sometimes we might be a little bit hard on ourselves because we may have missed the mark or we may have said the wrong thing. But that, you know, if your heart condemns you, God is greater than your heart and knoweth all things. God wants your vision built. He's placing the desires in your heart as you receive the words. He wants you to be so happy and blessed. He really does. He wants you to be happy. If you read the scriptures, you'll see this, you know. 
And you'll see it through the life of David and the life of other people. Lots of written in the Psalms about these things. You know, and God is with you, for you. He'll always promote you as you keep him first. If you take care of God's business first, he'll take care of your business. Everyone on here has been blessed. Everyone on here has been encouraged. Everyone on here has prospered. God wants us to now really focus in and have a great expectations of great things to not only hear these things being said, but to manifest it, to receive that labor, to receive that healing, to receive that abundance. God wants you, he's, you're going to manifest it. If you receive these words now, you're going to see it start, as of now, you're going to start see the manifestations of the blessings of God because this is the will of God concerning you and me. He wants us so happy. He wants us so joyful. We've done so much this year without realizing that we've done so much. Like God has really met our expectations. And um, I really need to say this, like there's no Lone Rangers on here. If you think you can go off and do things by yourself, you'll go so far, but you won't get the fullness of what God wants. And that's why God's got us connected in places. That's why God wants us to not forsake the seminar of ourselves together. He wants us to be together and make it regular, make it a regular connection. If I only spoke to Kim once a week on a special day, we're not going to have such a great relationship. And so God not only is building our relationship with him, but he wants it, our relationship with one another to be built. Like when I go to India, when I go to Nepal, they're all speaking the same thing because they're all walking by the spirit of God. They're all receiving the words gladly. They're all practicing the, the encouragement being given. And they're being successful. And if there's ones that don't receive it, they're not being so successful because God wants us to shine out. He wants us to rule and reign in this life by one Jesus Christ. It's in the scriptures there today, not some distant future. We're going to rule and reign when we're gathered, but he wants us to rule right now. He wants us to be these lights in the world. He wants us to be those uh, lighthouses in the night that people can go to. Jesus Christ is the major lighthouse in the night. But now it's Christ in you, Christ in me, and we are as he is in this world. And so people that are struggling and drowning in life, they can see your light. They're navigated towards you. And when you speak the heavenly words, you bring deliverance to them. People need hope, guys. And God wants us to abound in hope. He's our hope in our hopelessness. He's rescued every one of us. And, you know, we just need to stay humble and thankful for those things. I'm really grateful for my life. You know, and I screwed up major times throughout my life, you know, um, in many different areas. But God is faithful. We may not be 100% fit, but God is faithful. And if you just keep moving forward with God, then he's going to open up some great things for you. Because it's his grace. It's his favor. It's his work. It's the things that he wants to get accomplished. And we get to enjoy the wonderful benefits and to do the work with God. You know, God will open up the doors for us. It's just so, God is a loving God, so kind. So I wrote down what we've done this year. So like in the beginning of the year, the first place we went after a long time of being in lockdown, um, we traveled to France and we drove all the way through to France, to Spain. We had a wonderful holiday with the family and our desire is to do that again this next coming year by the grace of God. And we had a wonderful time. We was together. We enjoyed. And, you know, I was still doing God's work on holiday. You know, it's a holiday, like, you know, I should really shut shop, shouldn't I? Does God shut shop? Does people's needs shut shop? No. Like, God wants us to be freely available to him. 
is he's freely given us all things. We can be freely available to him. So we had a great time on that holiday. On the way back, we went into France and we stopped and we had uh evening with Frank and Annie, which was a wonderful time together. We've seen uh, Frank's house being built from the foundations. It wasn't up, but now it's up. <clears throat> and how quickly that house come up. So this is how quickly God can build his house where we are, our fields, our labourers. But, you know, for Frank to have that happen, he had to have the resources. He had to have a plan. He had to have a plan of action. He had to have a schedule. And God gives all these things to us. And then we just execute. We just execute what God gives us to do. So we had a great holiday. And then the door opened for us to go to the USA, which I was so happy and thankful for that. That was such a great time. And we were very bold. And I mean, when I mean bold, we were just very distinct without fear what needed to be said to the wonderful believers over there. And uh, so we traveled to Texas so that we went to Dallas, Lubbock. And Midland, that's where Fred lives. Um, we went to Eugene, Oregon, and we traveled to different locations in there with Ethel. We had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful time. Ethel done a great job with God, and the people there really rallied around her and backed her up, which was great. And so, uh, and Ethel's very humble. She receives these words gladly, and she practices, and she's getting the results. We all can get the results. This is what God wants us to have. So we had a great time there. Then we took to the skies again and we went to Denver, Colorado. We went up in the Rocky Mountains. We had a great time with Ted and Shelley, who send their love. They're doing great and they stay connected to. And God's doing wonderful things in their family and they're seeing things more clearly. And they're seeing, like Shelley was sharing with me, they're seeing just the way God's moving. And so like God is doing the work, he really wants these things for us for all of us to experience his direction in our life, you know. And again, like the encouragement was given through us. You know, God navigated Shelley here on our fellowship and she stayed connected. She got encouraged with the words and she stayed connected. So God showed her where to connect, like many of you that are on here now. And God's directing it. It's not me. I'm no biggie. I'm no big leader or anything like that. I'm a believer with God in Christ and me. I have my function and that's what I do. And I do it to the best I understand. Um, so we had a great time there. And then we traveled to Mexico, Juarez, which was a great time seeing those beautiful believers down there. And you can see, you know, you can see the struggle and, uh, but you can see the faith and the humbleness and the heart to God. And so my prayers always for them. And, uh, and thank God that was all this kind of travel was made available. God worked in Fred's heart to invite us and, um, and now you can see his blessings because he's sown and he, called, you know, invited us to go and put it in his heart. We were willing to go. I've been praying for an open door and I'm also praying to come to us again next year. So I'm looking for that open door and that's my desire and I give it to God. So whatever our desires are, we don't look to people, but we look to God and he can work that in people's hearts. He'll, he'll make the resources available. He'll open the doors. And if the humble hearts are there to receive, then they can really take off and receive this great joy that we we are experiencing and manifesting in our life. Um, and then we went to India. And, you know, I'm, it's a double blessing for me because my dad is Indian. He's asleep now in God. So, uh, but he come from Varanasi in India. 
And when I very first went in 2006, it was like a double whammy. Like God gave me in double for my trouble of all the years that I didn't have any fellowship. For 10 years, it was just me and Kim and my mum and Jason and fellowshipping together. So there was nothing until 2003 when I met Mr. Sanger. And then I didn't realise he went full-time in that year. And two years later, I went full-time for God. And God has sustained me all that, all, all through it, even when I've been wrong. <laughs> like, you know, even when I kind of was distracted, like God still took care of me because I'm his child. He loves me. He loves you. You know, it, it, God is just so wonderful. But now he's built the expectation and now he's going to, he wants us to abound in that expectation on him. That's where we put our expectation. If you put it in a man or a woman, you're going to be disappointed. So we put our expectation to God. And we do what he's showing us to do. We connect where he shows to connect. We follow that encouragement where we're being connected because that's where you are going to benefit. If you're not seeing it, have you practiced it? Have you practiced the things that have been encouraged? Have you put your desire to it, your full desire, the full focus? Like, you know, God can get you that full focus. So God is just, he's amazing. He's amazing. If you would have known how we were before, you'll look at us and say it's a miracle. It's a miracle what God's done in your life. Kim would say the same thing. She agreed with me. Because we were nowhere near what we're doing now. Like, and it's all by his wonderful grace. So India was great. <clears throat> we went to Gugal. We stayed with Sangha. We had a great time at Sangate's home. Very humble, very meek, very loving, took care of us. Uh, blessed us, looked after Kim when she picked up that pneumonia. Beatrice was there nursing her. And, uh, Sandy. What do you go? Yeah. Sandy, like, Sandy Sangate's son. Cause when I first went, he was like a little boy, but now he's like a man. And, uh, but he was so concerned with Kim, serving her, trying to make her as comfortable as possible, wouldn't he love? And then there's Omi also, Danny and Amber were always coming down, checking the love. The, that's what people need is that love of God in operation, in manifestation. That's what people need. So sorry to get a little bit touched because if, you know, if you move in this way, you're going to really manifest these things. You're really going to experience this joy. Even if you get pressure, even if you do have a tough time, like God is so faithful. He answers straight away. He answers straight. This is not a game. This is not a fairy tale. This is not just a nice little extra activity that we're doing there. This is life. This, what we're doing is the real life. And God wants you to have it. And, uh, we went to Nepal. Nepal was amazing. We went to where, the era where Krishna lived. We went to, um, Okara, where Jyoti and Suresh, and this the heart and love. And these guys are moving. They're on full force. They're like high, high, was the high, um, high philosophy. They're high rate. They're moving, you know, they're moving very quickly. You know, got the word of Jehovah runs very swiftly and they're, they're speaking to them. They're ministering. People are being delivered. We need to see this here. We need to see it on a regular basis because it's a fail. The same needs that are there are here. And the countries don't make any difference. You know, a lot of people say, well, it's in that they got more needs and blah, blah. I used to think that way, but it's, it's a carnal way of thinking. And um, so it all depends on your desire. Do you really want God? Do you really need God? Just like these guys in India and the power, they really need God. 
we all need God, but you really need him. What are you willing to give up to go up? And uh, and all God's asking you to give up is this life that has put you in there in, in the wrong places in the first place. The hurt and the dirt and, and all the wrong things. God says, come to me, I'll, I'll alleviate you. I will heal you. You'll rise up with wings of eagles. You shall run not be weary. You should walk and not faint. I am with you. I am your God. I'll hold you up by the right hand of my righteousness. This is the heart of God. He's so for us all. But we've got to have a pure mind. A pure mind. We can't think negative. We can't speak bad words against each other, against uh, what the world's saying. We can't repeat the world's things. And it's a practice with God. And the more you do it, the more stronger you'll be with it. And so God is really with you. And I love you. And you're the best. So that's what I wanted to share. So have a great expectation. It's going to cause you to really abound with great expectations. And you will manifest what he wants you to manifest. So God bless you.